Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wedding Videography for Beginners. I am your host, Phil Beabelt, and with me, as always, is my lovely wife, Brittany. Hello. We don't have any notes or anything done for today. We've had a pretty wild week, a pretty wild last couple of weeks, so we are just going to wing it. Yes. Cue the intro. Stand by. <laughs> Wedding Videography for Beginners is a place for all like-minded creatives to come together and learn all aspects of a wedding business. I am your host, Phil Beabout, and with me is my ride-or-die and lovely co-host, Brittany. We are wedding filmmakers in New England and love chatting about all things wedding-related. We talk about not just the creative sides of our industry, but the business sides as well, with some equipment talks sprinkled in between. We love bringing on guests that are more knowledgeable than us, who can bring different insights to the table. So sit back, grab a pen, and get ready to take some notes. You might want to brace yourself, too, because we have some real, raw, candid conversations with no filters. So let's get after it. What do you want to talk about? Wow. I mean, I, I have some ideas, so. All right, then let's get going. Well, no, you go first. You go, we got time. We've got... Um, I don't know why no. my chair is so squeaky all of a sudden. So we had a busy weekend. We um, just did our first double of the year. We only have one more. And... Right? Yeah, no, I mean, you're throwing that we term around pretty loosely. Yeah, I'm yeah, the only yeah. one doing doubles Phil around here. is the one that does the doubles. I only do singles. <laughs> <laughs> but Phil shot um, a wedding this weekend that was, I'd say, luxury. Both. I would yes. I would say that it's two, two of the most high-profile weddings that we've booked ourselves. Yes. Not me shooting with other people that are already booked it and that kind of stuff. So pretty big weekend coming off pretty big, pretty big weekend. Yeah. So pretty, um, pretty, pretty. Very nice. It's very deep. Um. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts on it? How was it compared to something that you say that maybe quote unquote is not luxury? Hmm. Well, the one on Saturday was at a private residence. So it was pretty, it was very laid back. Um, this is the second time that I have done a wedding that's had a pretty large budget to where the couple wanted no getting ready shots. Like we, we did some family portraits around a table in the backyard. This, is, this isn't a joke. Uh, there was one family member that struggled to stand up just in general. And so we just, we took everything over and did maybe four shots with a handful of different family. And then that was, that was it for family portraits. Uh, no bridal portraits. We, I got some shots of the groom putting on his bow tie and then everybody realized that nobody knew how to tie a bow tie. And I was the only one that did. So I had to stop what I was doing and then tie his bow tie. <laughs> so let me just make a quick side note. I feel like we have come across this sort of thing a few times. So I think you definitely get a little extra brownie points for knowing how to tie a tie, knowing how to tie a bow tie, um, also putting on a boutonniere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody knows how to do that. Yeah. I, I barely know how to. I only know how to do a bow tie because I watched 45 YouTube videos on it when we were engaged yes, and I was I screaming in a mirror trying so to do mad. it. And so then I had to do it. I was fucking livid. And I did it. Ding. Yep. And then I remembered like the, like, what was it? You take, 
These are like the the stupidest analogies too, because you, mind you, you're a grown person putting on a bow tie and it's like, you take the fish and you put the fish on your shoulder and then like all this other stuff. I'm like, man, can't you just say like, flip it to the left and like, let's. But it stuck and you remembered and you I did actually remember and he was giving me a really weird look when I was talking, mumbling to myself about fish. So <laughs> fish and then there was something else like elephant or like the elephant trunk or I don't know, something. But anyways, it worked. It was kind of good. But it was good enough to where the bride sent me an email about it. So yesterday when she responded yeah. to us about something. So, yeah. uh, but that the issue with that for everyone is, you know, there are certain parts of the film that we kind of rely on bride prep, groom prep portraits. Yeah. And none of that exists for this film. There, there might be a total of, 20 seconds worth of portrait shots because they were standing on a porch talking to each other for a minute. So, so me and the photographer crazy. like snuck over and was like taking shots of things like during cocktail hour, she it's, the ceremony couldn't have been over for more than three and a half seconds since she took her shoes off. And, but mind you, it's her house. Like yes. she can do what she wants. Like I ain't, I ain't mad at it, but she was standing there holding these, uh, like diamond encrusted Jimmy Choo's or whatever. Uh, and it just looked really cool. So I seen the photographer walk over and start taking pictures of it. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's a genius idea. So I just did what, you know, anybody else does just rip off and duplicate. And I ran over there and got the same thing. And the shots look amazing. Like it's just a cool, it's going to be a cool way to show off some of the uh, details. details. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that it's so important to just roll with it sometimes. Like, um, I mean, just back with this event in general, it was laid back. They weren't worried about certain things. You showed up and then it was like, we're scrapping this, we're scrapping that. And yeah, I mean, it was laid back until we found out that he was like a super high profile photographer. And then even that, so I know the photographer that I was with and he looked at me and was like, I, he's like, I just am instantly uncomfortable now because the guy, he's obviously doing pretty well. Yeah. I mean, like he's, he's doing really well. This is, we were at their summer home that they bought last year on Cape Cod and the top of the market. (laughs) Yeah. It's a beautiful house too, but, uh, just yeah, he's, he's doing really well. So he obviously knows what he's doing, which just instantly added a ton of pressure to everybody. And I don't know, you know, my computer is off behind me right now and I'm listening to our hard drive, our external hard drive, just go bananas. It's like, it's cooking popcorn. (laughs) So I really hope that you can't hear that. If you can, I'm sorry, but yeah, I mean, they were very focused on the party, mm-hmm. uh, which was just like the foyer of their house that had been redone and the DJ was in there um, and cocktail hour. So, I mean, it's going to be, they got a four minute film, which is going to be pretty much cocktail and dancing. I will admit though, that they had, uh, they kind of gave like a welcome toast which was very, very good. And then only the brother got up and did a toast. But again, the way that everything was set up in their yard, we decided we didn't use lights. 
Like there was a lot of components that, you know, I quote unquote kind of rely on that we just didn't touch. And which was actually, now that I think about it, kind of nice to get out of like that comfort zone and be doing something else. Cause I'm curious, like I, I have a good like mental map. I'm going to start editing their film next week, but it's a four minute film. So it'll probably be done next week, which I, they were talking to me about a teaser. So I was going to put a teaser together for a Monday for our Instagram drop. And then I was like, man, I'm going to have to like delay giving them their film because I can yeah. have the teaser done Monday and their film done by Friday. So, yep. but, uh, awesome couple, really cool people, really fun event. First time working with, uh, Janie Haas, who's a very, very well-respected planner slash designer out here. Okay. So no, she? she's Boston. Oh, she's Boston. Yeah, she's, okay. she, she came down here to, but, um, so let me just give you guys just, just some things that I did. One, it's stupid hot. Like it is just stupid hot everywhere right now. So of course I was wearing a moisture wicking polo, was wearing shorts and just some beat up sneakers when I showed there. Flippy flops. And the reason why I'm saying that is because despite the fact that it is like hell's kitchen here right now, I was still in a suit when I showed up on Saturday. Now she looked at me and made a comment about how nice I was dressed. And then she was like, you know, you absolutely don't have to wear anything like this. So I, I lost the jacket just because it was boiling. However, you always want to, you know, what, what was it? Uh, you want to be luxury. You can speak up. You want to be luxury. You better look luxury. Yeah. No, what's the guy's name though? Uh, Oh, Randy Finoli. Yeah, Finoli. That's what it is. Yeah. You want to be luxury, you better look luxury. Yeah. And so that was the first time I met her and I didn't want to give off a bad impression. So uh, great time though. Very well run. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy, crazy happening all in one place. Like overall, like that was, it was a very good experience. So. That was good for Saturday. Awesome. I don't have much to say because I wasn't there. True story. Um, yeah, I mean, no no audio issues or the no? I... There was no audio. For they didn't morning. want any audio of the film. Yeah. But I think that there was some kind of static coming through because I recorded audio anyways. So despite the fact that they got our package, that's just a four minute film. That's just a music video. I am going to put some audio elements into it because there were some really like tender moments. However, comma, uh, despite the fact that there was so much downtime, like the ceremony kind of snuck up on us real quick. And mind you, at that point I had probably done an hour and a half worth of decor shots. Um, but I didn't toss normally I have this little sleeve and I'll put like a road wireless go in the sleeve. They don't make the company that makes it like piggy piggyback, whatever it was. I talk about it in one of our YouTube videos, but they, uh, he stopped making them, which is really sad because the sleeves are really good. Like they're, but anyways, I think you can find an equivalent on Etsy. Yeah, I um, saw someone else post something. Somewhere. All right. But the, um, uh, what was it? But I'll toss a wireless go on the officiant. And I didn't because she was wearing 
just a, a different type of top that I don't think it would have it's like sat right, to be honest with you. Uh, just in general, there just wasn't a good spot to clip it to it. And I listened to that audio and instantly regretted that because I'm pretty sure that that ceremony audio has got like a White noise. rolling through it that it's going to be really difficult to take out. If not, like I'm not an audio engineer, so, but again, they didn't pay for any audio. However, uh, I don't think that you should be like thinking about that kind of stuff when you're filming, because they could always come back and ask me for a ceremony edit and I don't want to tell them like, oh, I don't have your audio. Like that's it's just not. Yeah, you don't want to be in that position. No, you want to be in a position to sell if you. Yeah, I mean, case in point, our itself. June fifth, right? June fifth wedding or June twelfth wedding, whatever it was. Um, no, it was right after we got back from engage. The um, they just reached out to us two days ago and added an extra thousand dollars worth of uh, edits. Add-ons. They wanted, you know, toasts at it, dances at it. Like they, they asked for a handful of things to be added. So you always want to be in a position to be like, yeah, of course we have that. I think it's also important to note that like maybe before the wedding, the bride and groom or the couple, they're not sh- like they're not editing someone's speech. So they're hearing it most of the time for the first time on their wedding. So maybe they're not willing to buy something up front because they don't know how it's going to go. They'd rather wait, have the wedding, listen to the speeches, and then decide afterwards if like, hey, they said some really nice things about us, you know, had people crying, whatever. And then you have the opportunity to sell them that footage and... You know, that's you never, not something that people maybe decide right off the jump. Yeah, I mean, you you never want to leave money on the table if you don't have to. So don't don't make those mistakes. So that I mean, that one went pretty well, um, and then we rolled into the big wedding. It's kind of been looming over us for about a year now. Yeah. Um, so. We had the privilege of filming Michaela Puth and Ian Ford's wedding. For those of you that don't know, Michaela Puth is the younger sister of pop star Charlie Puth. And uh, he's a super cool guy, too. He's super cool. Everyone was super cool. It was a big deal for us. This was our like very first. Uh, celebrity celebrity like real celebrity yeah, too. wedding and uh we were nervous as hell we were prepared but just i mean as anyone could imagine this was like our high profile wedding of the season yeah i mean i was constantly thinking about like audio just everything going wrong you know it's murphy's law yeah uh, what can go wrong will go wrong yeah so let's just that snafu acronym. You don't you don't want that during this. If for those of you that it's situation normal, all fucked up. So, so <sighs> but how do we dive into this? Yeah, I mean, we beforehand we sat down and we were we were talking about how do we want we knew that Charlie was going to 
acoustically sing her first dance. And what was the name of the song? One, one call away. That's yeah, one. Yeah. So he was going to sing one call away. Um, originally I thought that he was playing the guitar, but then it turns he out too. he was playing the keyboard. keyboard. Uh, but anywho, so he played the keyboard and well, piano and, uh, and then he was also the church that they got married in was, has a large, organ. they just reinvented the organ is like the size of the entire back wall. So Charlie, uh, was playing the organ when she came down the aisle. Yes. And so we, we were concerned on how we were going to capture all of that effectively. So we just decided we're, you know, practice, which breach. I rented a fourth camera, which we affectionately dubbed the Charlie cam. And that was Charlie's camera all night long. Yes. So let's rewind just a little bit. My concerns with doing this wedding were one, will Phil and I be able to handle this on our own? So, you know, our typical camera setup, which we've talked about, is three cameras. Bride cam, groom cam, and Phil on the gimbal getting creative shots and everything. Well, that's for the ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. But by and large all day long, we're only on two cameras. Right. But it's really funny because I literally seen somebody like 20 minutes ago mention that in uh, a Facebook group was like, do you, you know, who only shoots on three cameras? And I was like, Oh, that was us (laughs) shooting on five. So anyways, we we only shoot on three. Definitely narrowed it down. But the problem was, do we, are we able to, effectively shoot this wedding with all these moving parts um, on our camera systems? Do we need to bring in a third person to help us? Or, you know, do we knew that he was pretty much going to be stationary at the church yep. um, playing the organ? So that was kind of an easy one. Um, so we got that camera set up. Um, and then it was just a tripod just shooting. And then the issue was Brittany was going to be on a camera getting, uh, Ian's reaction as they were coming down. I am on the gimbal in the center aisle with the photographer getting Michaela as she's coming down. Therefore there's no one back there on that camera. And one of the things that dawned on me when I was watching the footage back was we were shooting on a 35 millimeter 1.4 Sigma on an FX3 body. Nothing fancy. Uh, that was it. That's all it was. Just camera, lens, tripod. We had no monitor, no audio, no nothing. Just just the bare bones. And You set up a wireless go. I just tossed it on the organ, the organ just yeah. to be safe. Yeah, to see if we could catch any ambient so audio from another. it. But okay. when we should have put it up on the podium where people were actually talking now that I think about it, because we don't have any audio of that Mm. son of a bitch that just dawned on me. Anyways, uh, always remember to put an audio source where people are talking. I completely forgot about that because I put one on the officiant. I put one on Ian and then I've, I did not put anything up on cause I put it back on the Charlie cam, the Charlie cam. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. So, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, we, uh, one of the benefits of having a really, really good autofocus system 
is nobody was on that camera whatsoever. And when Charlie sat down and started playing, the autofocus instantly picked him up and recorded everything without a problem. Because I went back and watched it. Everything is crisp. Everything looks just fine. So, and that's the, did you, did you talk about the, uh, I was looking at some numbers on TikTok because I wanted to joke about how well our TikTok oh, is doing boy. right now. Um, did I talk about what? <clears throat> did you make it to the first dance? No, not yet. Okay. Well, so the first dance was actually stationary too, but we didn't know that at the time either. Yeah, I did. It was, uh, he was either going to yeah, be but stationary. We didn't know if he was going to be like walking around, sir. Oh, you did know that? Yeah, no, he remember. was either going to be. Yeah, there's no way you can walk around with the guitar and that microphone because it would I have to be fed into. Guitar. Anyhow. Yeah, but the. Uh, I was anticipating that Charlie would be sitting down, singing into a microphone and playing the guitar for one call away. And that situation kind of changed to where he was standing behind a keyboard with the the microphone, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So we've worked with uh, Beantown, the band, a couple of times. However, comma, you know, we're not like best friends or anything. I did email them beforehand to talk to him about like ISO outs yeah. and that kind of stuff. Uh, but nobody got back with me. So it, did I cry myself into a panic? And No, I just figured that I'd do it as soon as we got there. So I had splitters. I had all kinds of stuff. However, they had a dedicated sound engineer. And typically when you have something like that, those guys know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And no, more so than what I do. Yeah. So I just simply walked up to him and told him who I was, introduced myself, made some chit-chat for a second. Then I asked him, if he had a clean feed off of the board coming out that I could jack into to record Charlie's performance and the toasts. And he was like, yeah, he's like, let me, he's like, let me unplug some things and I'll rearrange some stuff and I'll get one for you. And then I just handed him my XLR cable. He plugged it in and that audio was fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like it's, it sounds like a music video. It's yeah. pretty wild. Cause we also have the task cam port capture X eight. So that's fed into a 32-bit float system. It's what we're recording the podcast on right now, as a matter of fact. But it's 32-bit float, auto gain, all that stuff. So it, that that thing was cruising at 96 kilohertz, whatever it is this bad boy is recording at. And um, it sounds fan- – even the toasts fa- sound fantastic. Like everything, the audio came out really good. Yeah, not only that, Charlie is unbelievably talented. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds amazing. Yeah. And we will be right back. Are you tired of aimlessly flipping through mediocre at best music for hours? Do you find yourself wasting valuable time on projects just trying to find that perfect song? Bring in Musicbed. The first time Britt and I looked at their library, I remember saying, we could use any of these. Musicbed has a massive library of elite musicians used by brands like Nike, Samsung, Apple, and ESPN. Having a hard time finding that perfect song? Reach out to a specialist who can help do the searching for you and create a list of songs specifically for your project. Imagine the amount of stress reduction you would have with music selection being a breeze. Imagine how much time you can save during an edit by having a massive library of meticulously selected songs. What would that do for your productivity or quality of life? Musicbed is your solution. Click on our link below to see our hand-selected playlist. Use code WVFB at checkout and get your first month free when you sign up. Musicbed was simply a lifesaver for us. 
Tired of paying an enormous price for your website? Are you paying more than 12 or 13 bucks a month for multiple websites? Because we're not. We use Cloudways. You can pick your own server, pay as you go, no lock-ins, and get a free SSL certificate. Cloudways uses WordPress applications, which are included in the price. Did I mention that they will migrate your website over for you for free? Plans start as low as 11 bucks a month. We run all three of our websites off of a Vulture server through Cloudways, all for half of what the leading website host costs per year for one. Save yourself time and money with Cloudways. Click on our affiliate link below to start your free trial. You'll never look back. We didn't. And now, back to the show. Rather than going into a panic, I talked to the band about where I could put this other camera because while all of this is going on, Brittany is shooting cocktail hour. Mm -hmm. So Brittany is off doing other stuff and getting other footage and I'm trying to get everything ready for the first dance. And what that had boiled down to was the, um, the band, you know, they moved literally two people like moved their stuff for me so I could put a tripod down and have our Charlie cam facing Charlie getting a nice, you know, side angle of him playing uh, the piano for the first dance, which again, the autofocus was clutch because Brittany is recording with her tripod yeah, with a camera on tripod. I have the gimbal and then that was recording Michaela and Ian Charlie on. Oh, the other one. Yeah. yeah the Charlie cam was just recording him on its own. We didn't do other than hit record. Yep, and we could still focus on the main stars of the evening, which was Michaela and Ian. Yeah, I mean, we, um, uh, what was I going to say? So, to be honest, I'm going to take a little side note. There, oh, tell us. Be it honest. wouldn't um, be a wedding day without a couple little uh, hiccups. Well, we just realized that we didn't record any of the audio from the podium where people were doing readings. Yeah, so that's during the. Um, that's gonna suck. An an update <laughs> that just happened, <laughs> but when we were in our hurry to get out of the church, which was literally two minutes from oh, the reception, now I know. Um, Phil ran out with. Michaela and Ian, they were going to do their epic um Yeah, they were getting into a shot. classic car because he's, he's big into um, classic cars. And so Phil was taking care of that, and the church literally cleared out really fast. Um, the church was also on multiple levels, and I was focused on getting the camera gear out. And in my rush, I did not pack up the Charlie cam. <laughs> The tripod, all of it. In fact, it was, it. Still, it was still, it was still, it was still on and doing its thing in the. Well, to be fair, and you know, it was a, a, it could have been a huge deal. It wasn't because Phil went back and picked it up before I even knew he was gone. But so, if you guys can't tell, if, I don't know if Brittany's ever mentioned this or not. I'm kind of like I am. I am. Even though I'm not from New England, I'm like a typical New Englander. I like lose my mind over the smallest things. Yeah. Like if you ever watch Bill Burr's stand up and how he just is just going bananas on things, that is exactly how I get. So, and if you haven't, do yourself a favor and go check out. Yeah, he's hilarious. But the um so when I realized that there was no camera, which mind you we rented. Yeah. So this isn't even our camera. Right. So of course I had a meltdown. I run over to the car. I get in the car. Um, 
<laughs> there's no cell phone service in at Chatham all. at all. So there's no using, like you can't just log in like you normally would, like a normal person, hop on GPS and do something. So I had to remember how to get back to the church, which luckily wasn't too bad. So of course I'm like mumbling and you know yelling about that in the car. But in my panic, as I'm trying to get the address, I put the car in drive when I turn the car on instead of just, I don't know why. It's a very good question on why I even did it to begin with. But I did it and I hit a bush because I just rolled right forward as I was doing something on my phone and it just slammed into a bush. The band was getting out of their car. So they just watched me like murder a bush. And I was, yeah, it was, it was a, uh, it was a little bit intense for you. I was cool as a cucumber. Well, it was fucking hot, but I was sweating my butt off over at the cocktail hour doing some cocktail hour footage and um yeah so phil was having a minor meltdown doing his thing but long story short Brittany is just off in the clouds <laughs> just <laughs> da, 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 da. but um, yeah so no nothing you know obviously nothing happened to the camera i got back there just in time because you know everybody was back in their normal clothes and they were packing things up so i i just i grabbed the camera tossed it in the car and then, you know, made it right back. And then I had to start getting everything set up for uh, the entrance and the first dance. Cause I, I, and then I started doing decor yeah. and I, I don't know why, but it seemed like every time I would hit record, somebody would walk right in front of my camera, which was really getting on my nerves because I was, you know, quote unquote behind schedule anyways. So that was like, that was just, Ooh, I was yeah. mad at that. But I, I work with a, another photographer, and I remember the first time that I'd worked with him, he literally told everybody to get out. He was like, nobody is coming in this room for 10 minutes. And then somebody, like I was getting something from a bag, and when I walked up, they were like, nobody's allowed in there. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm allowed in there. I'm a videographer. So I went in there, and it was just the two of us doing decor, just kind of standing side by side and not getting in each other's way. Yeah. And now I see like that really like resonant on why, because you could get like these beautiful shots with nobody in them and you know, yeah. it's ridiculous. Meanwhile, but, we have a couple with surgical glove, people with their <laughs> blue surgical gloves, putting butter yeah. on tables, tables. So Meanwhile, good luck editing that out. Yes. But Again, side note, always be respectful. They have a job to do too. Yeah, I didn't just, say anything no, to anybody. I, I was just boiling, yeah, just trying to get, inside. you know, three to five seconds worth of a shot of a table. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So, but, you know, the entrance went well. I mean, the portraits, even the portraits. And so one thing that we've been doing with our cameras that I, I just started doing, because we have dual native ISO and I've been cranking the ISO up to 12,800 in broad daylight and using a uh, a six to nine stop ND filter to control how much light is coming in so that I can get pretty like granular. Because you, if I was at 800 using an ND filter, like it might be too dark in certain spots. So if I bump it up and play with it a little bit, like I can really keep the noise floor up. So even the shots that were in just direct sunlight right on the beach came out really well. 
So I'm, I'm pretty happy and excited with how things kind of played out. I mean, the first look went well, the audio from the first look, you know, was just fine. Cause we, you know, we used the zoom F2 on the groom. So during the first look, we just, I, I turn it on for the first look, record that audio. And then as soon as the first look is over, I just stuff the mic back in his inside pocket. So you don't see it in his photos. And then once the reception's ready, I just pull the mic back out, put it back in his pocket and turn the recorder back on. Uh, I mean, what else? Uh, Charlie did two songs. He was yeah. only supposed to do one. And then I think he, he got um, put on the spot by the band. Yeah. And I don't think he was thrilled about it, but at the same time, like he was a good sport and definitely um, he played Attention which is another one of his popular songs. And it definitely opened up the dance floor and got people dancing. And- yeah. I mean, it was cool. And y'all admit I, I had the best seat in the house. I yeah. was standing just, I so was, did I. I was, well, I was right in front of him with the gimbal. Yeah. So when I, I have some really cool shots. So when I like turned around and would just record him, you know, he was interacting with the camera and you know, like there's some very cool shots sitting in there. So, uh, you know, the dance floor was packed at that point. And one of the best things that we had going for us was even though it was stupid hot, the light was perfect. And the light, there was a clear surface clear tent, yeah, yeah, for the tent. They, they had a clear tent. So everything was coming through. There was no, we didn't use lights at all. All day long. We didn't use any lights for the ceremony. We didn't, well, obviously, but we didn't use any lights for anything in the reception, the toasts, any of it, because the lighting was just, it was really good. Now with the toasts, I will admit the backlight was, there was nothing we could control. Like it was broad daylight outside and there's a, you know, we would, we would have had to have lit them with like the aperture bright to try to match what was going on in the background. And they wouldn't have liked that. No, like that. No, nobody would have been a fan of that. So I think that as always, you need to play into your client and know, have a feel for yeah, read the room. Yeah. For everything. And, um, they're obviously no strangers to having people around documenting or cameras in their faces, or cameras yeah. or anything like that. But this was an intimate, like while there was, you know, 150 people or so, like it was still an intimate family friend event. And I don't think they wanted, you know, to feel like they were being. Yeah. Paparazzi. Vi- yeah. I mean, I mean hell, there were people up on the. Yeah. The thing like screaming down at Charlie when they were doing family the family portraits. photos. Yeah. So, and of course my battery died right in the middle of that. Cause you handed me a camera that had like 3% battery when you went to go get the car. Yeah. Well, I, I was to tell you that. busy going to get a car <laughs> doing something. We had to gear up for the ceremony. The ceremony so. Yeah. So, I mean, needless to say, um, like I said, just know your client, read the room. No, like, Hey, no one, to go and know when to know, like yeah. not go. If somebody's in the mood for portraits, if they're not in the mood for yeah. portraits, like don't, you know, I'm, I'm very big into the don't like force people Anything. to do something that yeah. they don't want to. No. Uh, and it's just like, they are obviously going to know if they told you like, Hey, you know, we're, 
it's okay. Like for the first wedding you did this weekend, they told you right off the jump, like, hey, we're going to ex portraits. Like they they got married a couple months ago they or did. whatever mm-hmm. for, you know, all intensive purposes. This is kind of just a fun family engagement at this point. Like it's more, it's not just about us having this like all the focus on us. They weren't people that were very um, comfortable being the center of attention. Yeah. Yeah. He's behind the camera. Yeah. And so, so. I think just in general, that was a situation where Phil had to read the room. No, like, Hey, this is what I'm going to have to work with. So make it work. And the same thing on Sunday. Yeah. You know, we could tell that they were done doing portraits. Yeah. There was still a couple of shots that I would have really liked to have got, but there's not, it's not worth. No, it's hot. They're in. Pissing. Yeah, it was very hot. Full wedding regalia. And it's just like. At we're on a beach. There's point, gnats yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So at just no one to. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yes. I think that's the expression. So so yeah, we made do with what we had. And then also like they obviously had elements to their wedding that not a lot of people have. So that makes their film unique to them and also stand out. Uh, I mean, we're we're ultimately there to document what's going on. Nothing more. Yeah. So. And I mean, you know, uh, I we knew going into this that this was going to be a very big, quote unquote, deal for our little company. And our uh, we put an Instagram trailer together the next day and released it using. So on Instagram, Charlie has music that you can you can use in reels. So we, we released it using the song that he performed for their first dance. And All by luck. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that, yeah no, cause he, was... cause it, my first place that I looked was TikTok and they don't have any of his yeah. music. So anywho, uh, that video has over 23,000 views, which is a big deal for us. Like we, we only have like 1300 uh, followers. So we, right. we got a lot of, a lot of views. And then, you know, I was looking at the hashtag data on TikTok and I was like, oh, you know, in the what we've been talking about with a bunch of other people, I'll, I'll post this on TikTok and we'll, we'll see how it goes there. And, you know, hashtag Charlie Puth has 2.4 billion views. So I was like, yeah, let's get this ball rolling. So I posted the video to TikTok. It's been three days and it has 600 views. It's one of the lowest viewed videos, period, on our TikTok. Our Irish dancing has 12,100 views. So, like, I was just, I hate, I hate social media. I hate everything about it. I was very excited about getting something on the TikTok. And, uh, but just on a a quick side note, too, there's no NDA for us. We weren't asked to sign anything. However, we did talk with the planner about it. We made sure that we weren't disclosing locations of anyone during the wedding or anything like that, making sure that, you know, I think Charlie was actually the first to post where he yeah, was. Yeah, once once he posted where he was at and that kind of stuff, we got the green light from, from the, planner the planner to go yeah. ahead and start because we, we had all talked at the event about waiting until Tuesday, Tuesday to do everything. However, uh once he posted, we, we were cleared to go hot. (laughs) So we started sending rounds down range, but the, um, yeah, I mean, that was cool. Um, 
I, you know, not to get onto this little tangent. He's like very famous. And one of the things that I noticed was, you know, our post has been shared hundreds of times. And a lot of them are from accounts that just look super sketchy and I can't get them to take it down. So, uh, yeah, this was a little, it was also a bit strange for us just because, um, like I don't, I can't imagine what it's like to be him. Yeah, no, I mean, people, people were like screen recording sections of our reel and then splicing that together and then making their own reel. And then, I, you know, people are like, they'll tag us in it and be like photo credit to be about exposure. And I'll send them a message and be like, that's not how this fucking works. Like that's copyright infringement. Like you can't take my work, cut it up, put it on your site. Like that's, that's the same exact thing uh, with music. It's the same exact principle with music. And, uh, but yeah, I, I would not, I, I think he does amazing work. I think he's a super chill guy. Like he was very cool. Like we, we, me and him had a chance to just kind of chit chat off to the side for a little bit later on in the night. But like, I, I don't envy that no, because no. it's, it's, you know, you have thousands of people inside each one of these like groups on Instagram that, or, I mean, they're borderline. I mean, they're stalkers. Yeah. Like, I don't know well, how else to put that. They're stalkers. I mean, not, <laughs> not to mention that he had to have, we were made privy to the fact that there was going to be amplified security um, because of who he was. And I don't know how or why, but people were gathering around like, I mean, I don't know when they arrived. I don't know who could have seen. Obviously, there's it, hundreds of people that work at these hotels and local restaurants and everything else. Like, they do not live in a bubble. They, anyone, person could have recognized him and given away their location. But um, it was just one of those things where, like, people were gathering around and one of uh, the second shooter for the photographer gave out her like big referee whistle and was like, get the F out of here to some people while we were doing portraits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you know what I, what else I thought was kind of what was, I was just literally thinking about right now is when he came into the area where everybody was kind of staged to get out of the heat. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't have the faintest idea who he was and that's not being, and I have been, like watching his videos and, you know, I followed him on TikTok cause I knew that we were doing his little sister's yeah. wedding. Like, I don't understand how people recognize the, uh, cause they were up on a hill, like yelling oh, down. Like I wouldn't be able to pick yeah. out 90% of the celebrities that I quote unquote know by just looking at them. Like I just, I'd be like, yeah, that person looks familiar, but that'd be, that'd be about it. Uh, it wouldn't be until somebody was like, Hey, that's Shakira. I'd be like, oh yeah, that oh, is no, secure. You would definitely know. Yeah, no, I probably know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah. Good point. Touche. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a, it was a cool experience. I think it was a great opportunity for our little business. It was by and large, mostly organic. Like she, I think she reached out to some videographers here, even though the contacts form says Kelly Cronin, but the, uh, uh, and then they referred her to us and she filled out our contact form. 
Yeah. So, I mean, and at the very, very, very beginning, we were like, oh, great. Like, is this going to be our first person that asks for exposure bucks? Like, yeah. If, if my brother reposts your thing, we'll. <laughs> But it, it was free? absolutely nothing like that. It was, like Phil said, purely organic. She searched Cape Cod, searched, you know, local vendors. And I feel like her entire team was local vendors. All which of them. was really cool. Yep. Um, bringing business to our local market. And uh, I think that they were probably very happy. I mean, literally everything. everybody is local. Cape yeah. Cod photographers, Cape Cod videographers, Cape Cod planner. Yeah, Boston band, like yep. the whole thing. But all in all for our business, this was a, a pretty cool opportunity. We were, you yeah, know, we, we, booked a, we booked a wedding literally the next day. Very thankful so. for it. And, um, you know. Now it's just, we got to uh, make them a pretty kick-ass product. Their film, yeah. yeah. They liked the trailer. Um, we just got to keep the momentum and make them a good film. And they're, and one of the things that I've been talking about for the past couple of uh, podcast episodes is going into this weekend, we had no backlog. So everything was done. So by the end of next week, I'm going to be done with last weekend's wedding and I'm going to be working on Michaela's wedding next. Like I'd actually like to have the backlog done again before we hit our first August wedding. Yeah. And just, you know, because I think September is probably our busiest yes. month. So to have most of the back backlog cleared out when we hit September uh, would probably be a good thing. But, yeah, I mean, today's episode was really just us kind of recapping and talking about some miscellaneous things. I'm trying to think if there was kind anything like else that... A highlight for us. This was kind of a big deal for us. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't without a couple of hiccups, but all in all, I think we're pretty proud of uh yeah i think by and large everything went really well yeah. i you know uh yeah everything i was gonna say like we didn't knock anybody over or <laughs> yeah there was no anything. real issues yeah, no, nothing catastrophic and we didn't break any equipment um well phil did have me climbing underneath a bunch of tables in a random off off the yeah, side well, I thought it rolled back there <laughs> Because he thought our lens cap rolled back there. Meanwhile, I'm underneath cobwebs. Just this pile of shit. Like, just... it was amazing. It was. A, she's underneath this. And he's like, oh, here it is. It's probably a dead body under there. Right on the countertop. I was like, well, I found it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah. So, overall, um, you know, things went well. And I think it's also really important that you just, you know, the thing that we say in the military all the time is adapt and overcome. And when you, when something happens, like Charlie's not sitting in the same spot or you got to move this or just roll with it, just, you know, prioritize and execute. I know you guys, you hear me say all this weird shit all the time, but I really do these things when there's something like that going on. Like, oh my God, there's no camera here. Like what, you know, obviously that's my number one priority. And then I hit a bush. So... <laughs> You know, you just, uh, I'm being serious. The stuff actually works. So it helps you like, you, you don't spaz out as much when you, when you think that you kind of have control over what, what's going on. And, you know, I think not needing to set up lights and stuff was a 
I didn't need to. One of the things that I hate about like setting lights up everywhere is like pissing other people off. Like that light is in my eyeball. And you know, then I got to tell them, well, it's going to be in your eyeball for just a couple of minutes during the toast. I'll turn it off. But yeah, no, I always hate posting up in front of people, you know, with my camera when, you know, it's speech time or whatever, but we're also paid to do that. So get the shot, do what you got to do. Just, yeah, there are some things like that, that I think about while I'm doing it, like, oh, I'm blocking these people's view, like during the first dance or something. And then I also like think to myself, like, yeah, but I also have to record this. They can like, watch I can't. it later. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even that. I mean, you know, they're going to, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say, like, they, they're going to take a photo on their phone. They're never going to look at it again. Yeah. Like, that's how this is. Like, that. so. Anyways, we got a concert we got to get to. So, yeah. <laughs> we've had a busy week. We have, uh, speaking of busy weeks and that kind of stuff and practicing what you preach, I, I want to say we have the party slate party next week. I believe that is next week. Yeah. The week after that, we have a WIPA meeting. And the week after that, we have a NACE meeting. So this is a friendly reminder to everybody to make sure that you are getting in front of people um, and that you're you're networking and doing that kind of stuff too. So do you have anything else you want to add? Um. Nope. I mean, other than that, I'm working on a blog right now for local SEO stuff, like trying to plug away at stuff, always building, building up the business and trying to figure out time for everything else. And now you get to figure out a new camera. Yay. So the, uh, this is, we got to wrap this up, but the, uh, uh, the FX three just came out with a new firmware update and it pretty much, it, it zeroes out all of your settings on the camera, which kind of sucks, but, uh, it changes the camera in a big way. It like added new shooting modes and stuff that we had never seen before. So I've spent the last couple of days learning a new camera because it's, it's because now you don't really get to um, change your ISO. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. One or the, one of the two bases and then that's it. So, but we'll have a YouTube video on that coming out probably next week. Actually, it'll probably be the same week that this comes out. So, Anywho, hope everybody is staying safe and healthy. Um, you know, obviously, if you haven't joined our private Facebook group, Wedding Videography for Beginners, I would highly encourage you to do it. I think we're sitting, we almost have 500 members now, so we're, we're cruising all of a sudden. Um, Very helpful platform and community for anyone that needs troubleshooting or advice real quick. Everyone's pretty perceptive and quick to get back. Yeah, yeah it's actually really cool. Uh, you know, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, Planning Videography for Beginners, and we hope everyone is staying safe and healthy, and we will see everyone next week. All right, out. Bye-bye. Are you backing up your footage? Is it seamless, running in the background, and easily available? Bring in Backblaze, the world's easiest cloud backup. Our workflow is so simple. We offload our footage onto our external drives, Then that evening, the files automatically start backing up into the cloud. There's nothing else for us to do. Imagine having the peace of mind that your footage is stored off-site in a safe location where you can easily retrieve it from your browser and that it is crazy affordable. That's Backblaze. Click on our affiliate link below and get one month free.